All right. How are we doing, everybody? I think we're now live. Thank you for coming and joining us on A Royal Mess with myself, Ron Swanson, uh, on the Sean Atwood channel with my wonderful co-hosts, P. Dinah and Paula M. We have a guest this evening, Kevin Blatt, and we're going to be uh, delving into interesting things that he's, he's done in his there's, there's our noise that's just appeared there. I don't know if that's uh, Paula, your mic again, or somebody outside. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm hearing something. Okay. Well, if we can, we'll try and we'll try and figure that out. I think it might be the background noise where you are, Paula. Traffic. That's traffic. It's traffic. Yeah. There we go. Thank you, Paula. So let's just let's just see how uh, everyone's been doing this week. Uh, P. Dinah, welcome back. How are you doing this week? And uh, good to see you. Yeah, hello everybody. I'm doing well. I'm hearing some back feet feedback. Can yeah, you hear it? Yeah, it's been it's been dealt with. It was <laughs> it was Paula. Paula's in her car, sadly. Uh, okay. So. Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm just, you know, taking in all the information that we're hearing, what's going on with the most recent um news around Netflix and Megan and Harry. I'm thinking that bombshell is gonna drop any day now, to be quite honest. I, I think um, so. but yeah, it's a lot of drama still. It has been, and and Paula, you you're uh, you're you're joining us live from your car, sadly because of uh, some emergency treatment that your 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 doggo needed. So how how's things been for you this week? Obviously, it's been a bit difficult today, but how how are you? All the same. Well, I got to tell you that uh, with uh, it's been great. I mean, having the interview with Kevin, you have no idea. People have been absolutely shocked, you know about everything they've learned because you know it's different when you talk royal but then we talk somebody from hollywood you know who who knows all the bs that goes on behind those massive doors you know with all these kind of celebrities if you'd like you know the ins and outs it's a completely different world you know that that i didn't know of and you know how things are handled and um yeah you know, it's uh, it's very, very incredible. I, I, I learned so much. People were absolutely shocked about how hard it is um, to, yeah, the things that, that they were shocked. I mean, yeah. I got so many emails asking about Kevin, you know, and, and <laughs> there were all the information, you know, that how things are distributed, um, that documentary that he's going to do uh on august 8th hopefully it'll be out because a lot of people want to watch that i was i mean i was blown away by so many i i think i received over 142 emails because you know everybody talks about the royal family but they don't talk about hollywood especially when one of the members comes from that background you know and it's kind of like it was a very much of an eye opener because yeah. you know Kevin speaks from a guy who's in the know. I don't, you, you know what I mean? Of course. Well, I mean, listen, yeah. I'm not a guy in the know. I just know I saw a sex tape. That's all I know. I don't. I don't know <laughs> hey. about Megan. I know people that know her from Suits. They worked on the same set. Um, yeah. I don't know anybody that knows Harry outside of the UK uh, media tabloids. I yeah. I know nothing about Harry Megan, and I don't care. All well, I, know, I, I know how Hollywood works. I know yeah. how the, I know how the media works, and I know what I saw. That's basically what I could talk from. I can't really well, say anything other than that. Well, listen, we'll 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 dive into that in a minute, Kevin. We we want to hear a little bit about. Well, first of all, Kevin, thank you for uh, giving up your time and coming and joining us today. Um, 
incredible uh, profession, very, very niche market, I have to say. I've never met uh, an individual who does what you do. And tell us exactly. Um, I mean, you, you, there's, there's lots of titles. You've got yourself celebrity scandal expert. There has been sex tape broker. There's been yeah. a lot of titles thrown at you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started. And obviously, once we start getting into this, people are going to realize where they know you from on, I think, a couple of occasions. So thank you very much again, Kevin. And, and tell us a little yeah. bit about yourself. So, I mean, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, very much like Pedina. I'm from Ohio. Got that Midwestern upbringing and work ethic. Um, myriad of jobs, man. I mean, if I told you how many jobs I really had, you wouldn't believe me. Okay. And I had probably close to 200 jobs in my lifetime. And that means just even if I had a job for two or three days and I told the land, the owner to go fuck themselves, yeah. I, I did a lot of different things and I exhausted a lot of different avenues. I burnt a lot of bridges. But I knew from a very early age that I couldn't be contained and I couldn't be told what to do. I'm, I'm the worst employee in the world. And, like, and, and having said that, I've been trained by Fortune 100 companies like AT&T and Reynolds Aluminum. Uh, I've sold everything from urinal mints, you know, those things you piss on in a urinal, to uh, pictures door-to-door, to radio sales, to cell phones. I've sold it all. Um, it wasn't until I got in and I moved to San Diego from Cleveland in 1996. In 97, my brother and I were in different industries. My brother was in the alarm system business. He was selling alarm systems commercially and residentially. I was working for Howard Stern. I was selling Howard Stern radio here. And um, I was also moonlighting as a strip club DJ. So that's what I was doing at night, (laughs) meet hot chicks and make some cash, right? So that hustler mentality. Um, My brother had cold called a company called Website Story, and they were an internet service provider. And back then, I didn't know a mouse from a mouse pad. I'd never heard of an ISP. I only knew that there was this AOL and this CompuServe, and people were on these things called BBSs, which were like the prelude to YouTube, you know? It was just people keeping away on these um, platforms. And uh, my brother called on a company that was specializing in adult internet websites. They hosted adult websites. Okay. When my brother went to his very first convention, he called me up. He goes, bro, you're not going to believe this, but just about every porn star we ever jerked off to is here. This is the porn business. And I'm like, what? He's like, I'm telling you, man, this is this is where everybody's making money. There's kids here that are 19, 20 years old, and they're making millions of dollars a month. And that's when I was like, how can I get into this business? you got to bring your brother in. And before you knew it, he had ingratiated me into the fold. And I met a bunch of these kids who were wearing backwards baseball hats and backpacks. And they had bought all the nomenclature that you could imagine for all the sex sites from blowjob.com to sex.com to breast.com. These kids had the foresight to go out there and buy this internet real estate and develop adult content, which brings me into the fold and also makes me this public relations expert. So I had a couple things I had gone on the Howard Stern show promoting years earlier. And um, I became known as that adult PR guy. So that's when a guy came along and said, hey, I got this tape that's being shopped to our website of a girl named Paris Hilton. Uh, Have you ever heard of her? And I'm like, no, I can't say I have. They said, well, she's the heir to the Hilton fortune. 
And uh, she's got a reality show coming out very soon called The Simple Life. And um, we believe, you know, if we put this out, this could be a real shitstorm, just like Pam and Tommy. So I, I said, what's the worst that could happen? You're going to pay me my fee, right? Because that's what a whore I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they said, yeah, what, what is it that you want? I, I quoted out a, a number, and uh, I went and met with the person that had this tape. And I brokered the deal. And the next thing you know, it was the biggest story of 2003. So here we are 20 years later celebrating the release of Paris Hilton. After that, along came Cameron Diaz and Colin Farrell and Vern Troyer, many me from the Austin when I was When I was doing my research and reading through the, the tapes and celebrities, like I, I, I've never heard of Cameron Diaz. Many me, mind-blowing. So it's it's... It's it's quite fascinating when you when you start thinking about people that you you know you can sort of believe that would have a sex tape maybe that are on that list and well, some that are a bit a bit more yeah yeah and you know the thing about it out here is you know back in the day people would go to the Playboy match and these these models and and uh, up and coming stars and they would meet the Scott Bayos of the world or the Pauly Shores of the world or some celebrity as I call them right but for this woman who was five six. To meet a guy who was roughly like three and a half feet tall and go home with them and before you know it, have sex with them. And let me tell you something about that tape. Tell, tell me something about that tape, Kevin. Tell me something. The first eight minutes of that tape, he's going down on her. Okay. And it looks like a baby trying to re-enter the womb. Oh, my God. That is an image now. that You've painted a picture in my head now of mini-me that I will never, ever, ever get out of my head. It was, it was so unbelievable and shocking. And I remember taking that to TMZ at the time and showing it to Harvey Levin, who ran out of the room screaming like a little girl. And then he came back two minutes later, and he was like, I got to see more. You know, And that's when I realized that these sex tapes really, you know, it transcends just good-looking people. I think people just have this voyeuristic mentality that they just want to see people being people. Yeah. You know, what's more natural than having sex? I mean, all four of us wouldn't be here right now if it weren't for the fact that our parents had sex. So yeah, well, you know, as, much, as much of a puritanical society as these Christian fundalists in this country, fundamentalists are trying to make it in this country right now, if you look at the Bible Belt states, yeah, they're the ones who consume the most porn. So I have a background that involves the adult industry. And then, of course, I'd gotten into selling stories for TMZ, which Paula mentions that documentary. I'm just one of the um, one of the subjects of, of, a, of a documentary that um, features everything you want to know about TMZ, its rise, um, why it was so meteoric. And how it became so big. So I'm just that guy that doesn't bullshit. That's kind of shoots from the hip. And I got no filter. And I'm sure Harvey's going to hate me after seeing it. I'm sure a lot of people are going to cringe. But here we are. Here we are. Well, you know. I can I ask you a question? I just wanted yeah, to ask you a question, Kevin. Um, all the all the D-list actress that you were talking about. Is this like a normal culture for them to do these sex tapes and try to be famous by doing this um sometimes i mean i don't, I don't know if it's the case anymore because obviously with the advent of uh, tiktok and social media um you know more people can broadcast themselves i mean look at how many followers you both have right now yeah. if you wanted to put out a sex tape and be seen there's a very good chance with 
the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of subscribers between both of you, but you'd be famous overnight because it would get shared if it was something worth looking at or something that was really over the top. Of course, you're going to cut your teeth on it and you're going to become very popular. Just just in case anyone's just joined us, we're uh, talking with Kevin Blake just now. Uh, sex Blatt. Blatt, Blatt, sorry. Blatt. I'm, uh, I'm right I now for forgetting everyone's name. I, I've got the reading level of a seven-year-old, Kevin. I, you, I'm just going to call you Kevin. We'll just we'll stay away from the second names. It's too much of a minefield for me. Easier. Um, my, mom, my mom calls me that name, believe it or not. Well, listen, I uh, I apologize for getting your name wrong. It's been a stressful week. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie, Kevin. It's been one of those ones for me. Okay, it's been a stressful day and a stressful week, but I, I appreciate I it. I always say that because my nomenclature changes by who I'm speaking to. Sure. If I'm talking to somebody in the adult business, I'm KB or K... Sure. If I'm with Snoop Dogg and Too Short, then it's K Bizzle. So you get well, to call well, me. For sure. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Kevin. I'll ruin anything else. So well, I do like, I'm pretty partial to K Bizzle. I ain't gonna lie. K, K Bizzle. All right. I'm with that. So again, doing my research and looking at uh, one of the quotes and it's interesting now, 20 years later, uh, it was the quote from Kim Kardashian when she said, you know, I want to be bigger than Paris. And seemingly that is, she has achieved that because reading about what Kim Kardashian's status was 20 years ago, um, it's hard to imagine a world without the Kardashians. But when you do a little bit of research, she, she didn't really stick out at all. She was um, doing something to do with fashion and all the rest of it. And then just exploded after this, this tape release. So following on from what Paula said, it's not so the culture now. I mean, there's websites where, you know, you can go and put that content, that content out monetized to whatever audience you have. Back oh, then, it was bigger. It was bigger business. And do you think that that is now over with? Was there was the Kardashian era, the, the, the tape era, the sort of final stage of being able to achieve that? Do you think it's a great, it's a great question? And um I've been asked it before, and I truly believe that there'll never be another perfect storm like there was for Paris and Kim. Yeah. And I more so for Kim, and I'm only going to say that because, you know, when Pam and Tommy Lee came out, and I'm talking about Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee, right? That was the first year that I was in the adult industry. And I remember being on a 14K modem that was over a phone line, and for those of you watching out there, there was there's no YouTube without high-speed broadband inter internet, right? right? But back then, to be able to view that particular um, sex tape, it was very choppy, and it would take a while to download. Along comes Paris, and Paris, you have VHS tapes that people used to actually watch on a VCR, then you had the DVD that came out, and that was pretty new back then, right? So you had a jewel case. Then you got into the internet with HotelEris.com, which we had a part of, right? Um, so all of these delivery me mechanisms kind of come together. The difference with Kim Kardashian is now you've got – you phased out the VHS, right, and the tape, but you still have DVDs, and you had the internet. And on top of that, along comes this – phenomena called Pornhub and now literally you could watch it for free and then there's all these other tube sites that have the ability of broadcasting it sure so the reach for Kim was just unbelievable yeah I mean so there'll never be that perfect storm that encompasses think, all those variables together do you think it's because 
there's almost uh, a hint of almost expectation. Like nobody's really surprised anymore that a celebrity has a sex tape. We all sort of assume it's coming if somebody's, you know, struggling on a, not getting the next step up on the fame ladder. Yeah. Um, you know, so anyway, thank you very much for just going over a brief history uh, and what it is you do because it is fascinating, uh, Kevin. But as we're here, sex sells, right? So everybody yeah, knows that anything um, sex is going to get eyeballs, and that's primarily why we're here talking today. Because as much as we're talking about how natural sex is and how many people love sex and how many of us are voyeurs. Bottom line is, you know, we're talking about sex because the mere mention of a sex tape drives these search engines. I mean, absolutely bananas. I could go out on one of these YouTube shows and I could say there's a sex tape of Padina, right? And if the general interest is is just crazy that they want to see Padina immediately, before you know it, you know, you 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 put in P and the first couple of things that pop up are going to be Padina sex tape on Google and Yahoo and Bing. So that in itself has made this, and again, we're probably making uh, history right now because I'm sure after we get done with this show, some blogs are going to pick up on what we're talking about and they're going to use the same algorithms and get up to the top of Google right now too, using Harry and Megan's name, right? Yeah. Because that's really what this is all about. Yeah, well, luckily for the algorithm, I was in such a panic this afternoon. I didn't know what words I couldn't couldn't put in the title before speaking to Kevin. So it's just Kevin, a royal mess seven for the algorithm this evening. Nice, nice, easy one. Probably will get changed after the live stream. But here we are. You don't um, want to call it Meghan Markle's pussy? Oh, oh, I can I can just feel the algorithm demons closing in on us. They're closing in. I can see Sean in an office somewhere going, oh, God, say it out loud. Okay. Oh, shit, we would be infringing on her right to publicity, right? Yeah, but, hey, listen, um, all I'm saying is we're, we're, we're good. Now, before before we get into the meat here, Kevin, uh, is there anything else you want to touch on, ladies, before we, we, we delve into that side? Uh, P-Dine, is there anything you want to uh, touch on with that? Also, <laughs> your crown is fabulous. Thank you, you thank you. Yeah. The crown this evening, and it is. <laughs> I just felt like it today. It hits yeah. me sometimes. Thank you. Um, but I wanted to say that I think now people are going to have to get back to being talented and having something to offer because this is just what you say. Um, five minutes of fame for people. Well, actually, it's lasted a long time for Kim Kardashian, but I just don't think this is going to be the way of people having a future or a career. It just, it's going to fade out. It's not going to be how people, you know, get their name out there in a way that's popular. I would like to agree with you. And I would wish and hope that we could go back to those days. But I just watched somebody on my, on my Instagram who has over a million views. And this guy stands in grocery stores with a fake farting button called the poodle. (laughs) I know you're talking about all he does is get capture reactions of the people standing behind him as he farts. Yeah. And I don't know if we're ever going to not find that funny or not share that to millions of people. And yeah. unfortunately, that guy's living in a bigger house than I am right now. So yeah. he's doing something right and I'm doing something wrong. It's no, and also that- on TikTok, people watching people eat. I, I literally, all they do is sit there and eat and stuff their faces. And, and I actually saw a live. He had over 434,000 people watching him eat dim sum. 
for yeah. almost 40 minutes. It's it's crazy what we'll consume. My guilty pleasure is a thing called Hamster Gym on TikTok, which is just a bunch of hamsters running about on wheels being filmed for the internet. Why is it so captivating? I don't have a fucking clue. I think what... what the, the, are they Richard Gere's hamsters? They are not Richard Gere's <laughs> Okay? That is a tape no one wants released, Kevin. All right? Keep that in the vault away. Um, but, allegedly. 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 Okay. Google allegedly the, the old format. What you were saying there, P. Dina, about people needing talent and all the rest of it. I think the the kickstart that the tape used to give people the the how slow it would take for someone to get Pamela's tape right. or for Paris's tape. The myth, the legend, all of that is gone because of the instant gratification of YouTube. Whereas it would kickstart a career back then. Now, I've seen uh, gamers and streamers who've you know built up a fan base on Twitch, shifted it over to the, the, the website, the OF website that we don't like to say the name of because the algorithm hates it. Um, and then they they make you know six seven figures a month. It's 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 mad how that paradigm has shifted simply because of how media is delivered and consumed. Um, so yeah, all right. So Kevin, let's let's dive into let's clear away any worry of conspiracy. We're just talking about your own interactions with the the reality of Meghan Markle possibly having her own tape. So. Tell us, tell us about how that all came about, Kevin. How did this come into your life? Five years ago, somebody had uh, hit me up over Skype. Um, you know, being a celebrity sex tape broker, um, people Google celebrity sex tapes, and then my stupid face pops up. Okay. And, um, <laughs> this woman was like, hey, do you have the ability to get on a private line and, and discuss a tape with me? And I said, sure. Um, you know, you want to go on Signal, Telegram, WhatsApp. And she's like, yeah, let's do a WhatsApp. So did we lose Ron? No, Ron's still here. Ron is... Ron's just, hitting a joint right he, now. He, no, no he, was, he was smoking his cigarette. Okay. Oh. for It's a cigarette. I just don't, no, I don't like to smoke on uh, on camera. I'm so, going to smoke my cigarette too if it's okay. You smoke it's your Saturday. cigarette too, Kevin. It's Saturday. Saturday. I, I, I don't like uh, the thought of people having to, to look at me while I'm doing that. So... Uh, yeah, no, carry, well, carry, carry on, carry on. So anyway, she hit me up and she's like, I want to discuss this. And, she, you know, she was being very discreet. And uh, when I finally did get to a place where I could uh, speak with her privately, she had shown me an excerpt from the tape and explained to me the background of what she had and how she got it. And was that a convincing story? Like, how, I mean, you must be able to sniff out, you know, the bullshit. You must get a contact. I mean, there must be chancers that turn up at your door with uh, an edited, flipped sex scene from a movie being like, I've got this, I've got this. I mean, I, I imagine that that's something, right? Well, here's the thing. Many years ago, I got sued by a woman by the name of Rosalind Papa. She was one of the first bachelors, bachelorettes on the show The Bachelor. Okay. I came to me. And told me that he had a sex tape of her. And he gave me this elaborate story that it was the first time she'd ever been with an African-American man. She lived in Virginia and she had a, a curiosity what it would be like with the guy who had such a large um, member. Member, yeah. <laughs> Taking it easy today. So anyway, um, 
this was such an elaborate story that I believed most of it. And when I saw the video, I went, oh, my God, that's definitely got to be her. But in the adult business, we, we had something called USC 2257, which is a law that states if you're going to commercially show two people having sex or depict nudity, you have to show two forms of identification. Correct. Uh, so I didn't have that. And when I told the people at TMZ, look, man, I was shot the tape, uh, allegedly, of Rosalind Papa, uh, although I cannot 100% uh, confirm it's her because I don't have that paperwork. You know, you take a look at it and you tell me what you think. And about 24 hours later, they put out a story on TMZ that Kevin Blatt says this is Rosalind Papa. Well, that ended up getting me sued. And the, the reason why I got sued was there's a porn star named Lexington Steele. And Lexington Steele, by the way, has a member that's about the size of my arm. Okay. He went to the Czech Republic and he filmed a series over there. And one of the white girls he was with over there was this woman who was a lookalike. Okay. It really was not this Rosalind Papa. And I got sued. Um, Pornhub got sued. A company called Sugar DVD got sued. No, no, it wasn't Sugar DVD. I think Pornhub and I both got sued. So long story short, because of that, I have to vet people very carefully. And when I vetted this woman, she had told me the story that she was dating a photographer. Dating's probably a loose term. She was sleeping with the photographer behind her husband's back. And this guy was some whacked out photographer who was high on coke all the time. And he lived in Florida, South Beach. And he, for whatever reason, when they started courting or, or going back and forth and talking, centered this video that he had had of allegedly Meghan Markle and him. And in it, there's a sex act that's completely filthy. And uh, I'm like, whoa, why would he send you this video? And she said he was out of his mind on drugs and he wanted to impress me to show me how big his, his thing was. But then she said he told me that I had to delete this immediately because he swore to Megan that he had deleted his copy. Okay. And why this woman would have held on to this video for I think it was either eight or ten years is what she told me. It was a long time. Um, I have no idea because she wasn't that big of a star. Um, You know... Again, you know, Paul and I discussed this yesterday. When people talk about A-listers in Hollywood, Meghan Markle wouldn't have even scratched the surface of a D-lister. You know what I mean? She's just another woman who, you know, very much like on these shows, is background. She wasn't a leading star. So, again, I didn't really know her or know of her that well. She had approached me and said that there was this princess. She was going to be a princess. Uh-huh. She was marrying a prince and she was going to be a princess and. That's how she shopped it today. Okay. So that's what started the my dealings with her. Uh, I had her contact the lawyer that I was dealing with at the time. Uh, the lawyer found her to be extremely credible, as well as when I looked into her, I had a neighbor who was from Toronto who knew this woman. She had invested in one of his films here. So... Wow. I vetted her pretty carefully, more than she could have ever known. I vetted her, 
but I asked around, and that's why I know 100% that she was telling the truth. I'll tell you why I really know that she was telling the truth. Because after I had approached Meghan Markle's representation and told them what was being alleged, shop, shop to be alleged, um, not only did the lawyer say it was bullshit, we know about this, it's a lookalike, and went through the same rigmarole that most lawyers will do. You know, there's two ways they shut it down. They either say it's not her, or they'll say, oh, it's her, but she's not 18 years of age. And you can't, okay. prove, you can't prove she's over 18, because if I'm in possession of something where the woman's below 18, obviously that's considered child pornography. Of course, yeah. So that, and again, a lot of these lawyers, you know, they, they, I think they laugh in their office when they say that because they know there's no way for somebody else to prove that. Prove it, yeah. So in some cases, and I've had other cases like this, I had to look into a video really carefully and find some artifact or some object that dates it. In one yeah. video that I had from another celebrity, she had these plush toys in the background, these stuffed animals that were made by a certain artist. And they came out one year and this special collectible that this woman had came out in a certain year. So when I dated it, it put her at being 19 years of age. But okay, those stories are few and far between. And again, I couldn't even get that far with Megan. All I know is the reason why I went down this rabbit hole with you about the lawyer is after I contacted him, the lawyer and the representation hit up that photographer in South Beach, threatening this guy's life and basically scaring the hell out of him because Megan knew she'd only made one sex tape her whole life. And it was with that guy. Damn. And how did how long did your interactions go with the, the whistleblower for shall we for argument's sake, shall we say? How long did this maybe about maybe about three days back and okay. forth, you know? And I mean, to what extent did she show you the content of that video? Did you see the entirety of this video? I mean, no, did just a snippet, just a snippet of it. Enough to show me her face and show me that this she was wearing a Cartier watch. Okay. To match with other pictures online, it's rectangular, wow. rectangular Cartier watch with no Roman numerals. That's crazy, and I, I mean, again, this is a royal mess. So the fact that it's Meghan Markle is is it, it, it's going to blow a lot of people's minds. I'd certainly never heard of any of this story uh, until the last couple of days, and it's, well, I never, it's, I never really let it out. I, I mentioned it on a podcast, I think, four years ago. Uh, in your mom's house with Tom Segura. Yeah. And I was on there with Too Short, my buddy who's a rapper here, um, very famous rapper. Um, and I told the story. And, you know, even Too Short at the time when I showed it to him didn't believe me. But Short has also seen me and seen tapes. I showed him lots of stuff I got. I showed yeah. him stuff with Justin Bieber being racist and singing a racist song, which later came up. I show him sex tapes all the time. And he knows that I get this kind of stuff, but he didn't yeah. believe it when I showed him. Look, a lot of times when you take a picture or a still from something, it doesn't yeah. look like the person that you think it is. I mean, yeah. Speaking I, I, to that, can I just say something? Um, there is a video that is going around that's people are saying that it's her, but it's, it's not. You can tell it's a girl that looks very similar to her. Correct. So what you're saying is, and what people should be clear on is, is that this is not what you're talking about, that video. You're talking about something completely different that you 
feel is 100% her based on you looking at her and looking at the video, right? And based on the story and based upon the fact that this lawyer called the, the, the photographer, mm -hmm. she, she knew she'd only shot one sex tape her whole life. And she was under the impression that that was destroyed years ago. Okay. Well, we've lost all eyes. She'll, she'll, she'll jump back in. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people's minds are going to be blown. But again, it is important. Why, why would they be blown? I mean, she's not right of way. Well, that's the thing. In this world of yeah. royalty in the market that we're in, this is huge because she is very popular. She's extremely popular in the royal world. And it says a lot about the monarchy in Great Britain that, you know, their prince married such a woman that has something out there that hasn't yeah. been scrubbed by the, the MI6. Yeah, you well, know. It's, not, it's not out there, though, that's the thing. This well, is not out there, but, you know, exists. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it'll be a flash drive buried deep in a hole in this woman's yeah, yeah. That's where it will be. You're talking about the same prince that dresses a Nazi for Yeah. Halloween? Unfortunately, yeah. You're okay. yeah. That guy. That I, I, yeah, that guy, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, just as bad. You know, I just right? wanted to bring up points here. People, you know, I I have been oh, how you know, don't talk about the sex tape. That's very unseemly. And then I'm thinking wait a minute, it's unseemly that she did a sex tape and that it's out there, but it's, they don't call her out for things <laughs> that, that she's doing. I mean, the actions are more unseemly than the actual sex tape. I mean, people are such, you know, I find them to be hypocrites because they're, they're the first one to watch. That's true. But let's also I can guarantee you, Kevin, that if you say, I have the tape, I'm going to release it immediately. If you start your YouTube channel, you will get like millions of, of subscribers. That's how hypocritical people are. And that's why it bothers me when, you know, when they call me out or when I speak out and I say something, because you have a product and clearly if there wasn't a market for it, it wouldn't there wouldn't be but as you say if we were to do this right now it will be in the search at the top of the search engine yeah and i wouldn't do it because i, I don't need uh i don't need that type of attention listen i said something on your show yesterday about donald trump followers and these these people that drink the kool-aid they have no idea what a scumbag this guy is he got convicted by the way of well, allegedly of raping that woman in, 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 a, in a department store. And I know for a fact there were other girls. Stormy Daniels came to me originally, and Stormy Daniels originally retained my lawyer partner that I put together with the Meghan Markle woman. So I'm very much in the inside of what goes on with stuff. And people want to sit here telling me, oh, you're delusional, and Biden's the one that needs to be this, or Biden. no. You're delusional because you watched a reality show and believed everything you saw on it, just like, ooh, what's that family's name on Hulu again? Oh, the Kardashians, right? So we live in a society right now, and again, no offense to you guys, but here I am on YouTube, and I could say whatever the hell I want right now. I could be lying about all of this, Right? But the fact of the matter is there's people out there that are going to believe everything that's coming out of our mouths right now. Now, I happen to be a credible source. If you look and see the people that I work with and 
you know, I, I'm actually a consultant on a documentary right now with Hulu. And the people who own Hulu or Disney, do you think they would get involved with someone like me if I wasn't legitimate? You know, again, that's for the adult industry. Wow. So, but that's a whole other story is what I'm trying to say is it's so easy to go on these platforms or on television and portray yourself one way and say that you are uh, a billionaire and people just go, oh, he's a billionaire. Why? Because he said so. Yeah. Or Meghan Markle could say that she's a, she's a princess um, and uh, she's squeaky clean and she's never done this or never done that. Doesn't mean it's true. So, yeah, I agree with you, Kevin. I that's exactly right. We're just we're in this warped reality now. Bizarro world. It's, it's bizarro world. Changing. I, I can't believe that people will still. And again, the reason why I'm not going majorly public and I'm not going on Joe Rogan's show and talking about this or on 60 Minutes is because what do I need the aggravation for? These people out here are crazy. I read these comments on YouTube and. On social media, and there's just so many people. I don't know if this is a post-pandemic thing where these people were locked up too long. Uh, you know, yes. Majority of it is, Kevin, yes. I, I, knew will, that, I, I knew that we were on a different threshold when people started telling me that Tom Hanks was a pedophile and that Wayfair was selling children. And I just started seeing what has gone wrong with our world that people have such distrust and believe this bullshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and the yeah. And the thing is, though, Kevin, that and when people like you or I, I believe you know, or Sean or whatever, we when we actually speak things that are factual or that we think it's true or you know, it's we don't go with the mainstream or what's out there, we get crucified. You know, like for example, you said that you have Stormy Daniels as your friend, right? Well, and yeah. then. Yeah, and, and you know, like, I, I compare her, I actually have respect for her because that's, there's a big difference between hustling and grifting. I mean, she's doing her thing, she owns it, you know, she doesn't pretend to be like uh, this sad virgin princess, you know, she, she is Stormy Daniels, she's very proud of what she does, she's very upfront about the things that she does. You know, and and when we have somebody like Meghan Markle, who's like, oh, my God, you know, they're even like this. And I don't do that. And, you know, threaten people with MI6, you know, instead of saying, you know what? So what? I did it. So what? You know, it's, it's a double morale. If you like, you know, it's it's it's, it's something that I don't understand for me that that that. I, I don't, don't think MI6 is going to be knocking on my door anytime soon. <laughs> Here's the thing. Nobody's going to sit for this deposition in a court of law. I'm telling you right now, there's just no way because I can produce this woman in Canada. And under oath, if she gets subpoenaed, it has to come. I mean, look, the, the lawyer that I put her together with has attorney-client privilege, so he probably can't say anything. But again, pretty sure I know. And I again, I'm not even going to say what I have or I don't have, you know, but I just don't think anybody's going to be knocking on my door. It's one thing when you make up lies and you're the British tabloids, you know, they're, they're British residents and for them to go over there and have a barrister and sue them, it's one thing. I said, but again, this is not something. And it, it, again, if I had something to promote right now that was going to make me millions of dollars, yeah, this would probably be something good for me to go out there and do. 
I was just reading the comments though on Paula's show yesterday, and these people are like, "Oh, this guy's a scumbag. He's just trying to sell his own wares." I'm like, "What the hell was I trying to sell?" <laughs> right. Why would you teach it? No. Am I, am I trying to sell uh, air dusters on your thing? No. Yeah. I'm just the guy telling you this crazy world I'm in. People find it interesting. Yeah, it is. I could still be selling aluminum siding in Cleveland right now. I did that for a little period of time. And let me tell you, it wasn't for me. Yeah. So, again, I live a different life. I see crazy stuff. You know, I'm not rolling in dough as people would, might think I am. I've been, knock on wood, successful. And uh, this is a town, though, in Los Angeles where you could make a million dollars a year and still feel poor. Yeah, I can you believe know. that. I'm amongst some of the most uber-rich people in the world. $100 million homes in Beverly Hills I've been in. I mean, it's a, it's a place where perception is reality. Of course. And the whole media, that's what that is. It's perception is reality. If you and, believe that to be true, then it's true. Yeah, and Instagram mm -hmm. sort of destroyed reality and the, the power of perception was replaced with it because faking it till you make it and being who you want to be on the internet now is so uh, achievable. It's such a different contrast to what fame used to be. Uh, it's, it's bonkers. It's completely bonkers. Um, so, ladies, is there any anything else you want to uh, touch on the the last point uh, with, with with Kevin here? Because I think I want to. I, I just want to see if there's any. Is there any? I mean, over these three days, Kevin, you were you were dealing with this this woman, and I'm glad that you sort of uh, discussed your credibility a little bit there, because I think anybody who's watching this would be thinking, well, if there's no proof, if, if if he's not got anything to, sh to prove this, how do we know that it's real? Well, it's it's your reputation that's, that's on the line with all of this, and uh, you know, you, you're you're working with very credible individuals uh, currently, like like you said, and for anyone who isn't as desensitized to celebrity sex as you clearly are, Kevin, will realize just how mind-blowing a subject matter this is. And can, I, can I also say something else? Yeah. I mean, the, the reason why it says celebrity scandal is my name. I got so tired of the nomenclature celebrity sex tape broker. To me, it's the most ludicrous thing I've ever been. When it started, I think the New York Times or, or Vanity Fair called me that, and I laughed about it, thinking, huh, so ridiculous, right? And then it became like the standard Chiron on TV or whatever. And I would be like, oh, my God. Okay, this is great. So my epitaph on my uh, headstone someday is going to be like, here, here lies a man who helped over 60 million people. To some guy's daughter that owns some hotels. Do you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that's, that's the one. But, yeah, I'll, I'll live the rest of my life and never, ever, ever meet another celebrity sex tape broker. I'll just yeah. tell you that right now. You are the niche of niche, my friend. And again, um, I've tried to pivot that guy to a fixer, uh, reputation manager, because now all I do is reputation management. I work with a company called Reputation Hey, I'm not, I'm in, I'm in no way uh, trying to, you know, put any shade on what you're doing. I think it's an incredible no. being. People if, think I'm proud of it is what I'm trying to say. Is, listen, and, if, if, if Kim Kardashian part two came out and it was brought to me, I'd be cashing in on that puppy heart. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I think morals go out the window a little bit when the person who actually made the tape goes, can you help me get this out there? I think there's a different set of morals that come into right. this. Uh, whereas, um, 
Ron, I had a question. I just wanted to say about um, the year. Around what year was this? You may have mentioned it before. But... Well, Megan Markle that got the Cartier watch in 2012. She got oh, the okay, got the Cartier watch in 2012, and so it was around that time period. Then is what we're seeing when the it was yeah. filmed. Yeah, Kevin, that was that wasn't one of my stupid questions. It was an actual question from P. Dina there. So, where where would you roughly say what date, what time period would you say that Megan was uh, making her tape? If you had to stop, if you had to guesstimate, shall we if say. I remember correctly, I, well, my conversation with this woman was in early February 2018, and I think she told me that it was nine or ten years earlier. So I'm going to say it was 2008, 2009. Okay. Question from uh, from Debbie. Will you be writing any books anytime soon, Kevin? I wrote a book and okay. um, it's sitting. Uh, here's the problem with books. I took it to a couple publishers. They're scared shitless to put it out. Um, the other side of it is I was told by most of these people, there's no money in publishing. The money is in TV. Everybody's buying content for all these different platforms, which is true. So I've been talking to a lot of TV um, production companies. Uh, I spoke with a woman, by the way, who has the biggest documentary on Amazon right now. It's called Shiny Happy People. Okay. And it's about the Duggar family. I spoke with her last week and she's very interested in doing a doc series about what I do and how I got into this crazy shit. But, um, you know, like I said, I've embraced it. I, It's gimmicky, I know, but you'd be surprised walking around this town the kind of stuff I'm able to extract from people and meet people from the doormen of ho you know hotels to waiters. I bet. And I'll show you. Let me show you the best part, Padina. I want to show you something. I'm going to show this to you, and, and I want you to interact with me. Okay. I want you to pick a number. Okay, I've picked it. What number did you pick? Three. What is this back of this card set? The back of. <gasps> Oh my goodness! Yeah, we all we all picked three, Kevin. Okay, we all picked three. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, also, I also just showed my phone number. So, is there any way you can redact that, Kevin? We're live on the internet, Kev. What do you want me to do? I'm gonna redact your phone number. Okay. So that's gonna be a fun weekend for you, Kev. No, I'll I'll go back in and snip it. Out. How that's in cool. the world? That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Let me, just, let me just write this down. I'm going to have so many crazy people hitting me. Please, please. It's okay. It's okay. We're, uh, uh. Kevin, did you think that Kim Kardashian would become that big when you saw that tape? No. No. Why? Um, because it was unprecedented. I didn't find her to be that attractive. She's not my type. Number one. Number two. There's a lot more I could say about that tape too, and the original sex act. <laughs> there was stuff going on in that tape that would never would have made her that famous if people knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! She's yeah. So that that is some clever marketing because whoever Remember? did the marketing. Oh, it's vivid video. Her and Ray J um, were rolling on ecstasy when they shot that tape, and like I said. There's a sex act in that tape in particular, and I could guarantee you. Well, you know who knows because just like Trump says, he could kill somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue and get away with it. Maybe the Kardashian fans wouldn't care. I don't know, but I think that um, her reputation, her image would be a lot different had it been the original uncut tape. 
Yeah. But it's amazing how she got so big, you know, like, I mean, literally, they, they right. built a billion dollar empire. Really? Yeah. We're a nation of idiots, Paula. You don't live here in this country, <laughs> but I'm telling you, Padina knows this. We live amongst morons. They'll believe anything. It's, yeah, I, no, no, I understand that, but I'm just so shocked, you know, that somebody watch, who was truly a nobody made it this big in Hollywood. Watch Vanderpump Rules. Watch Real Housewives. Watch any of these reality shows. The Kardashians. These are all scripted shows that people yeah. believe. Yeah. I, I'm from the Midwest. Padina knows. But when I go home and I start talking to people, they're all like, so tell me something, man. Do you know any of these people on the Real Housewives? I'm like, yeah, I bump into them all the time. I see them filming all over the place. Wow, man. This one's really rich, and this one's this. And I'm like, you really believe that? Some of them don't even live in Beverly Hills. Like, they live in the valley, and they just have money, and they call it Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And honestly, you should just have a YouTube channel where you just call out all the reality shows, man. That would get you enough traction and make yeah. you. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not joking. I mean. I'm just, you just have to grow thick skin when it comes to comments. Believe you me. Yeah. I mean, I received death threats. My son has been threatened. That was a, a step too far. Yeah. And um, but you know, like you're not, for me, me. You're, not you're not selling me on this right now. Uh, <laughs> crazy people. I don't know. You you live in LA, right? How can you like? There's that's there's nothing scarier than the craziness that exists within the streets of LA. Surely. Oh, you have no idea. I just saw a guy wiping his ass uh, <laughs> three blocks away, like outside, right across from Universal. I'm outside Universal, stopped at a light. And I'm like, what? What the what fuck am I looking at? <laughs> you know, like, you're trying to figure out what you're looking at. I was yeah. like, what is that movement behind the, the garbage? Yeah, that's just a dude wiping his ass. That's a bum wiping his ass behind the garbage can. Wow. Yes, the, the homeless situation in LA is really, really bad now. Oh, now, now I feel bad for laughing, P. Dina. Now you broke, you've given me the harsh reality of LA there. Okay, I just thought it was some crazy guy shitting in the street. Now you've painted a sad picture for me, and I feel like an asshole. So thank you for that. Well, Listen, it's, it's a hell of an advertisement for McDonald's, though. You wipe your ass for McDonald's, man. That's oh, what the man is using. Dude, now, now, now I feel really bad. Yeah, that poor guy. That poor guy, man. These aren't homeless. These are zombies. These are, These are yeah, the zombies. I, I I feel you know we've got zombies here in in Scotland. That's horrible. You know, I I I've I've seen a, I've seen um I don't know if it's gonna improve any time with in, in in California the homeless situation. But I mean, I guess the more desperate people get. I just want to ask you one question, Kevin, because um you you touched a little bit on it that in, in Pedina, but you said that people will gobble anything. Um, but I was wondering, um. Do you think, for example, that maybe people now, when anybody comes up and says, you know, Kevin, I want you to make me huge. I want you to promote this S tape, sex tape, do whatever it is that you have to do. Would you tell them don't do it? There's other ways to do because the way you can grow on the Internet, because it's such competition nowadays with plastic surgery. Now everybody can have the perfect body. I mean, the competition is fierce out there with the Internet, like you said. Here's what you do. You go to a grocery store with a little fart machine in your hand. <laughs> and you just sit there and you squeeze the fart and you get everybody's reaction and you'll become rich and famous. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Kevin just wants to go back to simpler times, right, where you just had to do it in front of a camera and cash in that tape, baby. It's too, it's it's too crazy now because I get what you're saying because I like the reality of what 
millionaires there is out there, millionaires, based off of making marble runs in your living room, fart machines, mukbanging, which is eating, uh, eating food. I met these OF models. And I, <laughs> I took them down to the comedy store, the world-famous comedy store. Yeah. Seven of these hot girls and me, and everybody there is looking at me like, oh, my God, Kate Bissell's back on his shit again. But the reality is, I'm doing this documentary for Hulu about all these adult models that live in a house called the Model House. Okay. And they all are, are like this real weird sorority of sex workers that live together in a house. Sure. And um, one girl bounces up and down with her boobs, and all she does on her on her OF channel is bounce up and down, and the boobs are like hitting her in the face. She okay. makes a hundred thousand dollars a month. Yeah, it's bonkers. The world we live in is bonkers. And at the center of it is, you know, the, the consumer of the content online. And it's 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 so open. And do you know, Kevin, there's there's a there's a path now that you can see with a lot of the game, the gaming industry where female gamers will start, they'll build their audience, like I say, and then they have a tiered system where they have a free only fans and a paid one. There's a business model out there now that is. I'm just, missing the boat. I'm missing the boat. They are cashing in. They are cashing in. And why me, not? Why somebody not? Show me how to do this. Can somebody show me how to set this up so I can make enough money that I could take care of my mom? We'll, we'll, we'll talk after this, Kevin. We'll talk after this. Uh, I got a couple of degrees worth of knowledge that I can share with you. So well, good. Yeah. Uh, but, but again, now, Kevin never and at no point sold himself as, as, a, as a royal, uh, as, as any interest in the royals whatsoever. So it's a very, very specific topic we were covering this evening. Is there anything else surrounding the the mystery, the legend of the Meghan Markle sex tape that you want to throw at us, um, that you can throw at us, I should say? Listen, I had some crazy woman contact me yesterday telling me that she had a tape because she had heard me on Paula's show. Okay. She, she didn't say crazy. Maybe there's just, I don't know. I've had a couple people. There was more than one. Two people hit me up yesterday. One woman um, is convinced that she's got the URL where this sex tape resides. Okay. I don't no. believe that to be true, but she wanted to show me screen grabs, but she, only if I would pay her to see of the Of course. Sounds legit to me, Kevin. Sounds legit to me. And she also told me that um, she does forensic stuff for, for law firms and people and... Um, She's also the belief that Prince Charles died during COVID. That's, that's the best part to throw in when you're trying to sell someone the legitimacy <laughs> of a sex tape. Throw in some fucking royal family conspiracies. That'll legitimize your argument. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, I've, I've matched up the teeth and they're different. Prince Charles has been replaced by a clone. Yeah. And I'm like... Okay, that's why I asked you a couple of times. I'm like, look, is this good? <laughs> you did, yeah, you did. You were like, look, man, is this, is this one of these fucking conspiracy shows? I'm like, no, no, we're, 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 we're not. We're Kevin, not. Uh, no, a lot okay. of people have asked about Prince Andrew. If you've seen any tapes with Prince Andrew. No tapes with him. I was involved at one point with the Jeffrey Epstein before anybody knew who he yeah, was. Yeah, we, we need to really steer well clear of uh, the man on the island and sadly the, the the uncle of the king for legal reasons on this channel. Sadly, we, uh, we got legally silenced by... Uh, my, my lawyer represented him. 
at one point. Oh, wow. Okay. One of, my, one of my lawyers represented Prince Andrew. So I, I would have a conflict of interest, but I don't know anything about no. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was brief enough that uh, my colon can relax now from that topic. <laughs> um, I have a question about the uh, possibility of it ever getting out there. I mean, do you ever see that ever happening? Could it? I believe the tape was destroyed. I think they scared this woman so much into um, capitulation. Yeah. I think that they made her destroy it. I mean, look, if it's one thing I've learned doing what I do, somebody always keeps a copy, man. Even if you have an ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend that said, I deleted it, don't ever believe it unless you sit there and watch them do it on the camera after you film it. And again, why even film it these days? I mean, look, you, you, I get it. I get it. Like some women took sex tapes of themselves years earlier because they wanted to document their bodies. They wanted to be like, hey, I'm 22. My ass is never going to look as good as it looks right now. And you know what? Someday I might want to look back at that and remember my body. Mm -hmm. And you're right. <laughs> and some of these women. But then there's other women that are like, man, I thought that was destroyed. <laughs> now it's being used against me in some yeah. mind porn show. Yeah. yeah. We've had incredible laws put in place in Scotland where if you even threaten, verbally threaten your partner, that you would release any footage. It's like a mandatory three to five years in jail for threatening that shit out here. Yeah. We take it real seriously out here. And that's an interesting, just an interesting one. I don't know if you can really answer this, Kevin, but in that whole world of, of sex tapes, there must be a fine line between sex tape and angry, disgruntled ex-partner. Have you ever sort of come into contact with that or is it strictly business when people come at you? Strictly business. Oh, I know you have the disgruntled partner. I get both. I get both. Okay, I, get both. both. I get the disgruntled family members. I've gotten uh, assistance to celebrities, um, people in the inner the inner uh, family of celebrities yeah. that posed as other people anonymously and trying sure. to shake down their friends because they were promised a movie role or a part or a commercial. And then they start seeing where the guy that they work for or their friend is flying private and has five Ferraris. And then they get very jealous, as you could imagine, yeah. and uh, disgruntled. And that's why they want to release tapes. Look at the Hulk Hogan thing I got involved with as an expert witness. You know, he, he was with uh, a friend of his wife. The guy had taped it. It was an invasion of privacy. He didn't know he was being taped. And then he got shook down. And uh, you saw what happened to Gawker. Gawker got shut down as a result of that because they posted video of Hulk Hogan. Okay. And uh, Hulk Hogan won a $140 million judgment. So it's a lot of different laws have been put into place since a lot of these things came up. And um, are they enforceable? It depends. You know, the internet is a global situation. It's not just localized to California. I'm talking to Glasgow. I'm talking to... Uh, yeah. Nicaragua, and I'm talking to Columbus, Ohio, at the same time. Yeah, well, we we sort of live in the gen the, the, an era now where everyone is a paparazzi because we we're all armed with a video and a camera. There we must be so yeah, we all, got, we, we all got we all got the old tracking device in our pocket. So mm -hmm. it's it's interesting because there, there, there's obviously a culture 
where people who work close to celebrities, politicians, anyone in the limelight, there must be opportunistic individuals just waiting for the perfect time to snap something that could be out of context, whether mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, a hand on a shoulder or a kiss at a party or, or whatever. Um, you know, it's, it's up to the media how they, how they shape a lot of this stuff. Do you ever get, do you ever see anything where you just think to yourself, this is just a cash grabber? You know, this is like a server at a party at an A-list event that has just snaggled something. Oh, yeah. And I, get, I get it all the time, man. I had a guy who was in a huge African-American A-lister's house, and uh, the wife was out of town, and the white girl sitting on his lap making out with him. And uh, That's yeah, not gonna they were just celebrating in Jet Magazine, like uh, an anniversary of, of him and his wife. So, of course, Damn. it was like, oh, boy, here we go, you know? Damn. Happens all the time, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> That's why yeah. now a lot of the A-list friends that I have, believe it or not, I actually have A-list friends. Um, mm -hmm. They've all implemented having NDAs at the door. You sign them when you come over to the house yeah. for a party or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, still have to be able to enforce it, but it's just well, another yeah. layer. It's another layer of telling you, don't do this, don't do this. Mm -hmm. Well, it speaks again to your credibility and to your reputation because if you know you still maintain a high level of society of people that you know, friends, and all of that, because they know you're not going to just churn out everything that's handed to you. You you, yeah. you understand how the game works, and I, I, think I think that's really prevalent here because in this industry, over time, we've needed an individual like yourself to facilitate you know, uh, uh, a successful launch of anyone's uh, tape, shall we say. And I think there would have been a lot of people out there that would have handled things very differently and had a very different reputation to yourself at this stage, Kevin, if I'm being honest. There's a lot of people that would have been smart enough to not get into what I do. I mean, <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> there's a lot of people that are like, aren't you scared for your life? And then that gets me scared. Like, when people <laughs> start asking that, that's when I get scared. I, I've never been scared. I mean, that. I got involved with an Oscar De La Hoya shakedown. I got involved with Shook Knight. I got involved with some of the heads oh. of the Crips and Bloods out here. That yeah. never scared me. But when somebody at my high school reunion said to me, aren't you scared that someone might want to kill you? And that's when it finally hit me. I'm like, am I stupid? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think any of this right. I don't know. <laughs> Carry a pocket knife, so don't think yeah, don't, don't mess with me. If you can give me 40 seconds to get that fucking thing unclipped, I'll, I'll do your ass. <laughs> At least have a golf in my pocket, too, because I'm usually yeah, golf four days out of the week. So. Yeah, you'll, you'll get a good freaking... Uh, I'll dry out with my golf tee. <laughs> tee to the eye. Oh, man. Uh, you, well, you're, listen. You're Scottish. You know what, uh, how powerful a golf team is. Listen, be. in Scotland, the national self-defense weapon is just a two-by-four with a nail through the end of it, mate. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So that's that's how we deal with our problems. You know, I you guys have got was, your firearms over there. I thought it was feeding haggis to people. Hey, listen, have you ever had haggis? You know. Exactly. Exactly. And it I'll tell you it's so fucking good. It just, it's one of those things that if you think about what it is, you're not going to enjoy it. But it tastes so fucking good. It, it's not like, and I'm not even making it up. I can't imagine somebody in America who's tried to replicate the, the recipe and made it over there and not got it right might be a bit iffy. Uh, can but, I ask a super question? I'm sorry, I don't even know what that is. What is it? It's the national dish of Scotland. Basically, oh. you, take, you take a sheep, right? 
and you bash it over the head and you pull its guts out and you cut its heart and its liver and its lungs and its kidneys all up with its meat and boil it with herbs and then you take it and shove it all inside its stomach and then twist it all tight and then boil it it's amazing it's really amazing. i'm telling you now i'm right. telling you now Everybody doesn't that sound yummy Padina? just Ooh. like Kevin, Delicious. You're, you're gonna a get a weird, a weird, know, right? a weird shipment turning up at your office in a couple of weeks from Scotland with some tins of haggis in it. I'm just saying, yeah. And the only reason I'm saying tins is because for 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 uh, for uh, what's what's it called when the, you, you're trying to send something across and it goes through uh, the the inspection mm -hmm. at the fucking airport. My brain's broken. Okay, it's been a long <laughs> week. All right. Whatever the inspection is at the airport, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't pass through that. So, um, but it's fascinating, Kevin, and this your, your life story is fascinating. To be honest, you're a Netflix series, you where you're you're fictional, fictionalized, and it's your life story. It's just waiting to happen. I would watch that shit in a heartbeat. Two in a heartbeat. With that the problems are if it's documentary, then these companies don't want to pay you. Because it's news and it's documentary. No, not documentary. I mean, like uh, a fictionalized. Yes. Your life is what I would be watching. Do you know what I'm saying? By the way, the way you're the way you're poised right now, it looks like you're wearing my hat. I know. I'm trying. I've, I've been subconsciously just lining myself up with it. You, you, you almost look like a you look like a Scottish rabbi. <laughs> oh, it's too good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like you're one of those rabbis. Yeah. It could look awkward, or I could try and line myself up with it. So there we go. Um, just wanted to see if anybody uh, out has got uh, any questions before we start wrapping this up. Because I know uh, Kevin was quite pushed for 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 time. I don't want to uh, keep yeah, him. As close as I am, I've been on a, an hour and four minutes. So yeah, well, exactly. I I, I didn't know if it was uh, like when you go on a first date with a girl and she's got her friend waiting to text if the date goes bad. Uh, if you were just saying, you know, hey man, I don't have I don't have much time. You know, I'm gonna have to deal after ten minutes if this is an absolute nightmare. Well, I could have done this for another thirty minutes of. Paula talking over me, but I thought maybe it'd be Listen, better. Paula this. talks over all of us, okay? Just because you guys doesn't give you any special privileges. Yeah. Paula talking over any of us, okay? I say, that, I, I say that kiddingly and lovingly, but I was reading on the comments yesterday and they were having her for lunch about talking over me. Yeah. She gets that a lot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it. She she acknowledges it though, and that it feeds it feeds the trolls. Do you know what I'm so saying? I have I have a question for you guys. Okay. Never heard the name Padina. Where is that derived? Is that a uh, a derived name, or is that your actual? Legal it name? was just something I made up when I created my Google account. Had no intentions of ever using it for a YouTube channel, but my husband was like, "Yeah, just that can be your name." So it's like Princess Diana, but without the A. I'm yeah. a big Princess Diana fan, and yeah. Mm. That's where it came I from. And it's also my initials, the I P and the D, okay. my last it name. Sounds like an area of your body where you would get an itch. <laughs> oh, an itch? Yeah. It, 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 it sounds like a specialist. It sounds like a specialist. You know, yeah, I've got to go and see a Pedina. It's really bad. I've got to get that shit taken care of, you know? I've got an itching like Pedina. Yeah. yeah. So, it's... I, 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 so is there is there anything else, uh, Pidina, you want to ask Kevin before? I'm just before fascinated with the story and the possibility oh of this being out there. I mean, I don't I think it will ever get out there. I'm surprised. Well, I, I, don't, I don't believe it's out there. You I don't think, believe it's out there. I think the story is going to get more out there than this tape. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. but um, at some point, MI6, or didn't they do some kind of 
check with uh, Megan when she came into the royal family, like to ask or find out that this was even they must have done something. They must have done something. I but think a lot of things were scrubbed on her anyway yeah. in the beginning. So I mean, they have that kind of power. It wouldn't. I wouldn't put. Look, I put nothing past anybody anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and again, yeah. it, it's it's. I, I I believe it because I believe what you're saying, Kevin, right? Because why would you be out here, you know, putting your reputation on the line? I think that woman that came to you with that got a fat check. Someone's got a fat check. If nobody's died of food poisoning, then someone got a fat check because it's easier to pay someone off than scare someone off. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and I don't scare easily these days. It's funny because, you know, my landlord right now is trying to get me out of my place. I've been here seven years and because of the, the rents going through the roof here in California, yeah. they'll come up with any excuse to get you out. And they're trying to tell me they're selling the place. The bottom line is they can get $800, $900 a month more from my place right now. Yeah. While most people would have moved out and said, fuck these guys. I'm like, you know what? You don't know who you're fucking with. Dude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't scare easily. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I think in the case of the poor woman who had that sex tape, she probably had to do with four highly trained former SAS agents sent by the monarchy to deal with the situation with a bag of gold sovereigns, uh, mm. untraceable. And that's probably how that went down because the, it, there's only two ways it ever ends up. And that's uh, you, you either do as you're told and you take your check or you die in a fucking crash in a Paris under a bridge. And that's the way mm -hmm. it goes with the monarchy. And it's 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 sad. Exactly, I've said this, yeah. I don't realize, Kevin, there's obviously we've got the SAS in this country and they swear to the crown. And it, it, there's some of them, Kevin, that are dedicated after they leave their service and they go back. And those are who the spooks are. Those are the royal family spooks, highly dedicated uh, former uh, SAS individuals. And they, they'll do the dirty work. They're happy to do that because they've sworn for, for life. It's, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. Spooks. I just don't want the kooks. <laughs> Which incidentally brings me back to please, if you can. I will. I will. Well, the problem is we're we're live streaming on four different platforms simultaneously, right? So, but there's a way. There's a way. I can I will, tell you, Ron, if you don't know. I will, I will go into YouTube as soon as this is done. I've got the timestamp and re and remove well, it from there. Yeah, there's a way to do it. Another platform. So yeah, don't worry. I I, mm -hmm. I I mean, I didn't realize we had to go through. Don't don't publicly hold up your information, but it's okay. Oh, I, it, never, it, I never covered the man on the island either, so it, it's it's, it's fine. Covered. What can I tell you? But this card gets me laid more than. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me sex tapes more than you could ever imagine. Yeah. Well, I think I think uh, I think I wish I wish there was there, there was there was more we could dive into, Kevin, because I'm sure you could sit for hours. I mean, I'm sure your you campfire stories. You could are... ask me. You could ask me how I how I derived this business card, well, Kevin. How did you derive such a fantastic business card? A great us. question. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I was in Jamaica, tripping okay. on mushroom tea, walking course, down the yeah. beach. And it was during the time of an adult convention. So I was there with a bunch of pornographers and myself. And as I'm walking down the beach with my friend Jay Styles, not his real name, we see an old man with a long white beard off in the distance. Okay. And the man's wearing a t-shirt that's got like a, a muscle man, like airbrushed on it. So all I see <laughs> is the guy's got abs. Yeah, yeah. He looks like Ernest Hemingway with abs and, and, a, and a beach hat. Okay. Of course, we're laughing. And then he gets close to us and we go, Hey, bro, 
I want your shirt, dude. And the guy says nothing. He goes in his pocket of his board shorts and just goes like this. And my friend Jonathan and I, now he could never have known that we were there for a porn convention, right? Mm-hmm. Holds up the card and we both go, three? And he flips it over and it says all sex maniacs pick three. And then he <laughs> walks down the beach. Like, wow. <laughs> we fell to the sand <laughs> for 20 minutes, tripping our balls off. Yeah. The next day, we go to Rick's in the grill, in Jamaica, and we see the guy. And he's sitting there having having dinner, and we're like, "Bro, you're the magic man. You're the guy with the card." Yeah. Damn. Fuck was that? Like, how did that happen? And the guy says, "Uh, I used to teach psychology, uh, back east, and we did a right-handed versus left-handed study." Now I'm going to ask Padina. You're obviously right-handed, correct? Yes. Okay. Eighty-nine mm-hmm. percent of the time, when you're right-handed, you'll pick three. Oh, okay. Other eleven percent are either left-handed, they have some affinity with the number, or in my case, they're Snoop Dogg, and he picked Deuce, Deuce's K. Bizzle. <laughs> like, of course he picked Deuce's. He's right. When it doesn't work, it you stand there looking like a real ass. When it works, like I said, yeah, the payoff. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like I say, Kevin, I imagine if there's no cameras rolling, your campfire stories of the stories that can't be said in public must be outrageous and just by the bucket load because I, I can yeah, just... I smoke so many cigarettes like you yeah. that I tell some of the stories over and over and over again to the point where my friends know I'm not lying because they've heard the story about Sorry, yeah 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 I can imagine mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 like I say it's it's a fascinating story it's a fascinating moment in time where this could propel an individual to stardom. I mean, we, there's no arguing with it. You just have to look at Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at the Kardashians to know what it's done for them. That era is is over now with regards to the traditional methods that were used back then, the tapes, all the rest of it. And news travels a lot faster. And it's, again, you, you might disagree with me, Kevin, but it's fascinating uh, when you meet somebody like yourself who is so in a different world, not just from the world of celebrity or from, uh, you know, L.A. and America, but from these moments. I mean, I remember the Paris Hilton sex tape. I, I was in, you know, I remember all of that happening. And it's you, now, me you, were, you were just a child, right? You were nah, five I mean, nah, no, I was definitely, I was living, I was moved out of my parents' house. I was living, we were, we were young men, you know, we were young men all uh, sharing, sharing a flat in the, in the city. And it was around the time where, people would come around your shop and they'd try and sell you counterfeit DVDs. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They would go back to them. And my friend had a, had a shop and he would always come back with all the movies and all this. And he came fucking running home on his lunch break and he's like, boys, you'll never believe what I've got. You'll never believe it. <laughs> that, that's just how it went. And it was a moment. Okay, yeah, we all yeah, he died. Oh hell yeah, he was. I think we, there's a lot of people you phoned with, but it was a moment. You know, it was. It wasn't like you know a, a huge moment, but it was. It was one of those funny moments with the boys that would never have happened if it wasn't for uh, for the, the the expert releasing of uh, of such content, Kevin. Um, I, ha- I have a question for Kevin. Do you know anyone that knows her personally, like Meghan Markle? Um, yeah. And are there things that you could tell us? about what maybe they've told you or i know somebody who was in the show suits with her and um he told me that she was lovely 
and great mm -hmm. to work with. And mm -hmm. he enjoyed his time with her. And she was nothing but sweet to him. I had someone tell me the same thing because I know someone that worked with her on Suits as well. But there are people that have said the opposite. So I'm just wondering, like, what kind of person she is with people that when she's not trying to get anything from them because she's tried to get so much out of so many people and then she just distances herself from them once yeah. she gets what she wants. It would only be speculative. Like I said, the one guy that I know that uh, was on suits with her said that she was nothing but a, a nice person. And mm -hmm. uh, she might very well be like, I, I have no horse in this, in this, in this. Yeah. We, yeah. You know? sure. I was just, by the way, about five houses away from their house in Montecito uh, uh -huh. last Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Could you ever, so could you be a source if you found out anything and give us some 411 on information that we can report on? Call <laughs> your phone number, Kevin. Remember that. <laughs> the only thing that I could, yeah, I would love to be a source for you as long as you take my phone number down. Okay, yeah. yes, I will make sure. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I, I could definitely let you guys in. Again, all you're going to hear from me would probably be like the neighbor that I know that lives up there telling me, oh, yeah, I saw them at this restaurant or I saw them at the beach. I don't think they go to the beach that often, to be honest with you. And um, when they go to restaurants, I think they're very, very low key. I mean, look, it's not a hotbed of paparazzi up in Montecito. It's not a place where you see a lot of people camping out. That's why the celebrities, the Uber celebrities live there. Out there yeah. Or they away from people wiping their ass with McDonald's bags. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. That's good to know that. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was, again, that was, that was a great question. My mind's still blown by the whole situation. It, it happens a lot, uh, Kevin, where my brain just goes. Uh, but That's how you feel about Agus. Listen, I'm, you know what's funny, Kevin, is there's a really hardcore debate going on in the side chat right now all about haggis, right? Like <laughs> people are people are defending haggis. They're saying, no, it's not for me. And they're, they're bigging up the haggis. I'm telling you, before this year ends, I will be making sure that haggis is part of your life, Kevin, one way or another. Listen, between the Scottish eggs and uh, haggis, oh, I don't know if the Scots really have that high end of a cuisine. I mean, I, I just... Traditionally, I can see where you might muster that 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 mindset from, right? Because yeah. yeah, the fucking taking a boiled egg, wrapping it in sausage meat, and then covering it in breadcrumbs and frying it. Yeah, uh, there's something really wrong about eating an egg like an apple. Okay, yeah. there's something wrong. Fry an egg, just fry yeah. an egg. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's these weird traditional working lunches. Right, yeah. like the pasty and and things like this, big massive meaty things that a guy can shove in his pocket, yeah. and away he goes for work for for the day. But I'll tell you what, Scottish scallops, Scottish seafood, things like that—that's where we kind of shine, and our and our wild game as well. Uh, we kind of shine there. But yeah, I can if if you Google haggis and then you put for hearing me put forward an argument that it tastes nice, I wouldn't expect anyone to uh, to take my word for it. But it is it's fabulous. So. Mm -hmm. I, I will defend it to the to the day I die. I got I have an itch in my pedina that I have to go take care of. No problem. <laughs> you got an itch in your pedina. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kevin, listen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being with us today, Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how informative any of this was outside of uh, people knowing a little bit about me, but I will say if you're out there and you have stuff that you would like to promote and get high on the search engines or remove off the search engines, that's what I do at the Reputation MD. Dot com. Mm -hmm. You can hit me up. You know, we take care of people from Japan to Pacoima here in Los Angeles. It just, 
you know, if you've got bad reviews, bad listings, erroneous uh, articles about you, that's what I do now. I use my my powers for the greater good. Instead of putting all this bad information out there, now I take it away. That's good. Um, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a well-needed service as well in this day and age. Mm. So you've definitely adapted to the times. I still yeah. sell sex tapes. If you got something out there. <laughs> you got some sex tapes. You, <laughs> right. you got some schmutt to put out there. My name is Kevin. Call 1-800-KEVIN. We got your schmutt right here. Yeah, I picked it up. I picked it up. Well, again, thank you, Kevin, for being here. P. Dinah, as always, thank, thank you. Thank you. For the mod team in the side chat, big shout out to you guys. Thank you for all the awesome work you do. Uh, somebody who said my hair didn't look good, you're f clearly on something because it looks fabulous. And uh, <laughs> we, I will see you all next week. We actually have an ex Royal Guard coming on to see us and a couple uh, more guests lined up for the next few weeks. And uh, I know that Sean is going to get in my ear this week and at some point ask for Kevin to come back for a more Kevin orientated something because he's just too fast you're too fascinating Kevin so you just have to deal with it I'm afraid mate you're too fabulous uh, so we'll probably be in touch there and again Kevin thank you so so much I'm also single ladies I'm also single so <laughs> you've all got his number so just hit him up <laughs> thank you alright bye 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 cheers guys uh, I just